Ever wondered the uncensored version of what your grandma is really thinking? Well, here it is from my grandma, Mamam. She's 90 years young and has seen it all since 1930. She's funny, loving, honest, and gives the best hugs ever. I'm your host, one of her 21 grandchildren, Cindy Poise. So let's get ready, because here's what my grandma really thinks. Hi, Mom. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Good. So the first topic that we are going to talk about is, is 2020 really the craziest year yet? Yeah. Yes, it is. (laughs) So this question I asked you actually spurred the idea of this whole podcast. So I thought only fitting to talk about it. You think you see all this stuff all over the place and you're like, is it really this crazy or is it just because we feel like it is right now because it's what we're going through? But you've seen everything. I want to hear it from you. The year started out wonderfully. I turned 90 in February. Family gave me a big party, which was wonderful. I can't tell you how blessed I was. That was the good part. (laughs) But then everything fell apart. I was not allowed to go anywhere. I've been basically where I'm sitting now on my porch, my back porch. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess it was months before I went anywhere. And the first place I went was over to Aunt Mary's. We were out in the backyard and it just felt so good to be somewhere else. But basically, I mean, everybody was coming to visit me. So I did have, you know, visitors and everything. Once it came with their children, they, they were out in the backyard and I was on the porch. The family was doing all my shopping for me and, you know, they, they took care of everything. So in the start of it, it was just coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Everything shut down. Mm-hmm. But then we had the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement and all of this civil unrest that, I mean, you saw going through it the first time. So does it feel the same as it did then? I think it was worse this time. Mm-hmm. There was, I mean, I, I think protesting is good. We're allowed to protest It's the violence that goes along with it that is upsetting. And there was a lot of it, unfortunately. That's very, very disheartening. Do you think that social media and the news being so, you know, so much more at our fingertips now versus when it was in the 50s and 60s had a lot to do with that as well? Sure. Because Mm -hmm. in the 60s, we didn't see that much of it. Now we're seeing absolutely everything. So that, that has made it worse. And I think the people that are that are protesting and doing the violence, they're feeding on that. They they know that they're going to be on television and they like that part of it. Or on Instagram and <laughs> yeah. everywhere. It's, I guess you didn't really see all of the stuff that was going on back in the fifties and sixties when it was going on. No, no. No, I mean you saw some on television, but not that much. How much do you think all of this is fueled by the current president? Uh, All of it. (laughs) And (laughs) have you seen? (laughs) Unfortunately, he is stoking the violence. And that's a shame. Mm -hmm. 
you gather I don't really like them. We've <laughs> <laughs> been through a lot of presidents, so this view is kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that I can say, I mean, I, I didn't like Nixon, but Trump is the only one that I absolutely cannot stand to listen to or to watch. And what do you think it is about him versus every other president? He's his ego. He's too egotistical. He's too nasty. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. And it comes across in all of his speeches. And the other presidents weren't, weren't that way. He, he doesn't care about the people that elected him. I mean, I didn't, but the other people that elected him ridicules people in the Democratic Party, which is ridiculous. And he, he's just a nasty, nasty person. I don't disagree. Even Nixon was not like that. It's crazy how everything kind of comes to a head in this year, which is an election year, obviously, coming up. Yeah. But yeah. what do you think? I was talking about this the other day that somebody said, oh, all of the coronavirus and all of the civil unrest violence, everything will be over after the election. Uh, no way. <laughs> I, I, well, the coronavirus is not going to go anywhere. It's going to be with us for a long time. The unrest can possibly get worse if Trump loses. Loses? Um, if he loses, because people are going to say that he, you know, he was robbed of the presidency and, you know, and was unlawful and, you know, and all that. And I, I think there's going to be a lot more rioting if he loses, when he loses, let's put it that way. <laughs> we weren't supposed to get political, but. <laughs> With everything shutting down, do you think like nothing has actually ever happened like this before? In the I don't, re yeah, I don't remember anything like this. Uh, not at all. I, I saw a few articles, I guess it was on Facebook, pe people put on, that uh, it was like uh, the Second World War. Mm -hmm. No, nothing like it. I mean, we were free to go wherever we wanted. At night, yes, everything had a, uh, had dark shades that you had to pull down so that no light shone, and you had rationing and, you know, things like that, but nothing like this. I've never seen anything like this. Do you think if we had those same measures in place, like during World War II, people would accept it? If we had to go through rationing with how people are reacting about oh, masks? If, I think most people would. Mm -hmm. Because you're doing it for the country, you know, and I think most people would. You know, we didn't have a choice. Everything was, you know, certain things were rationed. And, it, you know, it really... Yes, you couldn't, you couldn't get butter. <laughs> well, now uh, we didn't either at the beginning of COVID because there was none in the grocery store. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> gasoline was short. You know, they, there wasn't much gasoline. And you had to have coupons to be able to get it if you had a car. Oh, wow. You did. You had a coupon that you could get certain things. If you didn't have the coupon, you couldn't get it. But were people complaining about it as much as they are today? No, no, they really weren't. 
that's the part that I feel like everyone has a voice now. You can very easily complain and have nothing come back to you for it. Yeah. Now, there was no complaining. You know, we knew why we had to do it. And, and everybody did it. Which is crazy because you talk about, you know, shutdowns and masks. And I'm in Wisconsin. And people just have been up in arms about wearing masks. But, you know, you know I, I've heard so many people say this, taking away my liberty. Yeah. We have to wear seatbelts. You know, I mean, there are things that we have to do because it's the right thing to do. You know, the seatbelts, that's a law. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Years ago, there were seatbelts in the cars, but if you didn't wear them, it was your, your problem. People boycotting it and yelling at people and getting in fights, you know. Yeah, that, that's, that's ridiculous. The, the one thing that really bothers me with this whole thing is that families are being torn apart. Friends aren't talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I, I heard one, one friend say, if, if, if you vote for this one, then I, I, I will never speak to you again. I mean, that's not what this is supposed to do. We can disagree, but you don't shut your family out or your friends out, out of your life. Why is it so polarizing right now, though? I, to be honest with you, I honestly think it's because of Trump. I really do. He, I just think that he has, he has made everybody feel differently about everything. And it just, his attitude, his people in, in England, France, Germany, none of them, the, the people there, they don't like us either. Yeah. You know, it, it's, he, he has turned everybody against the United States, people in the United States, a lot of the people, not all of the people, don't like him because of all the things that he's doing. And then those people don't like each other as well. Right, right, right. We're full of hate. He's certainly not Christian. Mm-hmm. The way he talks about people, you know, he's he, he professes to be one, but he's not. He's not Christian. Not everybody has to be a Christian. I'm not saying that, but he professes to be one. And he's not. So how much through the years have you seen a president say that he's something he's not just to get a vote? Has that ever really come to light? Or is it just because we see so much now that it's different? I I think it's because we see so much now, you know, and it's just totally different. I don't like what I see now, you know, from either side. I mean, they all, both sides lie. Every politician lies. <laughs> you, know, you can't, you really can't believe what any of them say almost. Have they always been liars? <laughs> <laughs> no, not all of them. But I think one, one of the things that, that I have said many times, and I know it would never happen, um, when people are elected to Congress or anything, to Congress, um, they should no longer belong to a political party. That's a good idea. And that way they can be voting for the people and thinking about the people, not the party. And everybody, each one of them can vote the way they want to or the way they feel their constituency wants them to vote rather than they vote because 
the parties voting that way. Yeah. That annoys me. And it always has. And it'll never change. <laughs> no. Well, that's a good point. So amongst all of this unrest and hate, do you think there is the ability for things to change in the U.S.? Like on how it's fundamentally going? You know, I don't think when George Washington started everything and Thomas Jefferson that they imagined that it would become like this. Uh, no, I don't think they did. I, I think it can be turned around if the right people get in there and want to turn it around. I think the people wanted to turn, most of the people wanted to turn around. How long that will take? I don't know. Hopefully it could take a short period of time. Yeah. Who knows? Do you think that there is a possibility for a civil war to occur again in the U.S. at some point in time? Or are we so beyond the ability of that to happen? Um, Uncle Paul and I have talked about that. He He's pretty sure there's going to be one. Either way? Yeah. I think it's very possible. I, I think that's more of a possibility if Trump wins or, I don't know, if if Biden wins, that's more of a possibility. Because Trump's people are, he has them so riled up that they're ready for, for a fight. Yeah. I feel like 2020 is just like a social experiment. <laughs> like it's the definition yeah. of a social yes. experiment. Yes. And we are falling into every single possible, you know, expectation of the worst of it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And it's not all because of COVID. No. But how much do you think that has just made us so available to look at everything more? I mean, with people sitting at home, that's really what I think started all of the protesting. I, I think a, a lot of the protesting was, you know, caused by that. Yeah. People are, you know, all keyed up. You know, I have to stay in. I can't, can't go to a restaurant. I can't go to a movie. I can't go to a bar. You know, that kind of thing. More unrest than there would have been if it hadn't been for the virus. Yeah. Do you ever remember a time throughout your life where there has been this much civil unrest overall? I really don't. Even through I really don't. I really don't, no. World War II. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I guess maybe there was more um during the Vietnam War. There was a lot then. Again, which I didn't agree with, but there was a lot of it then. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of protesting done that we shouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, when the servicemen were coming back from there, they were treated poorly. They were booed and all that kind of stuff. Similar political unrest to now or? No, it was different. I know I, I, I can remember when, you know, when they started coming back from Vietnam and they had on TV when they were getting off a plane and people would be standing there booing them. Yeah. I mean, these men were giving their lives and a lot of them died. They were being booed by the American people. That's the the only other time I can see this that much unrest in the country. Yeah. Well, it's still, I mean, police officers now. Right. Right. You know, we haven't changed how we react to things in how many decades? It's crazy. Well, I feel like it's crazy is the best way to describe 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the craziest ever. 
and then it's not going, it's not ending <laughs> being this, being more crazy. <laughs> so 2021, what do you think is in store for us? Well, there's going to be more of the coronavirus. I mean, there is already yeah. all over the country. Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas coming up. There's going to be more unrest because people want to get together. You know, I do. I want to be with my family. It's not going to happen. And I think that's going to make people even more angry and more upset about the whole thing. I mean, be honest, I'm not looking forward to the rest of the winter. Oh, I'm not either. I will sit out here as much as I can. This porch has been a lifeline for me because I've been out here all spring and all summer. And I'm still out here. <laughs> because, I, I mean, if I had been stuck just in the house, I think I would have gone bonkers. I have a friend who is in a, uh, an assisted living place. And she has a little tiny room when, when there's, a, a, you know, when they were going through so many having, having the virus and everything. Each person was in one little tiny room. I mean, I know the room. I was in one. Maybe, maybe the size of my kitchen. Yeah. And they weren't allowed to go out of them. So I was lucky. Mm -hmm. I was blessed. I don't want to say I was lucky. I was blessed to have stayed here and been able to be outside and the family been, had been able to come because most, you know, you have all these nursing homes. No one was allowed to go visit them. In the hospitals, people died without anybody with them. No family members. People couldn't grieve. They couldn't go to funerals. It, it's, been, it's been terrible. I had a cousin that died. I couldn't go to the funeral. That's probably the saddest part that in trying to save people, we've lost the ability to kind of be humans at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Quarantining and everything doesn't work unless everybody does it. Everybody does it, right. And everybody should wear a mask. And all of that these days is just impossible between yeah. people and how society works now. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I mean, it, you know, if the virus keeps getting higher and higher and higher again, cities and states are going to shut down again. They're going to have to shut down again. Well, we're already getting there, yeah. Yeah. Things are, I know, here in Wisconsin, it's 25% again. And uh -huh. my friend in Italy is saying that the government said they're going to shut down in two weeks again. Right. So, yeah. It's a mess, honey. It is a mess. <laughs> and crazy. And yes. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether 20, 2021 is going to be much better, to be honest with you. I think I read a thing that Dr. Fauci said that we will be wearing masks through 2022, at least. I should go get some better masks then. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is all we needed to hear about 2020. <laughs> yes, I think that's enough. <laughs> all right, Mama, well, thank you. I always love hearing your point of view. Well, thank you very much, honey. I love you, Cindy. Bye-bye, honey. I love you too, Mama. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for listening to what my grandma really thinks. Now go call your grandma and be a good grandkid. Mm -hmm.